This is an uprising. It's a revolution. It's time to stop giving everyone else the deciding power in what comes next in your life and who you should be. Let's bring out that rebel spirit. I know it's in there. Let's bring out who you already are. You just need to remember, we're going home to you. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to The Healing Frequency. I am so happy you're here. So let's get to it. I want to start this season out by establishing my space, this space, as a safe space. So I consider a safe space to be somewhere where there's open-mindedness, vulnerability, truth, authenticity, a little bit of depth in the conversations. And the ironic thing is, I was the farthest thing from a safe space pre-2020. So, yeah, I mean, 2020 was was a humdinger, right? I think we can all agree. But this was something that was an incredible life-changing moment for me. And so let me kind of give you a little bit of detail, a little bit of backstory, but let's kind of let's kind of set the stage. So, to be a safe space, you know, an environment where you can feel like you can be real, you can be yourself, not hide anything, no fear of judgment. Ugh. And I can feel that coming up in my gut and my throat. I don't know about you, <laughs> but judgment is a is a trip the trigger, trip my trigger word. Nothing trips my trigger more than when I feel like I am being judged. So like I said, it came back to smack me hard in the face in 2020 a few times. So let's bring in this context. I grew up in a small town and in a family where being different wasn't necessarily, you know, they weren't ousted, they weren't black sheeped, but it was certainly commented on a topic of conversation, we'll say. And I grew up witnessing this all over the place, at my school, at church, in the community. You know, if you didn't follow the status quo of of the group, wherever you were, (laughs) you were talked about. And that fear that I would be judged and be that person that someone was talking about or a group was talking about, oh man, it became part of my subconscious real, my programming. So even if I didn't believe that I was, you know, trying to run away from judgment, oh, it, it, it ingrained deep. And here's the thing. Did it ingrain as <laughs> people pleaser? Trigger anyone? Who hears a people pleaser? So that fear of being judged was certainly where my people pleasing took root. But it got tangled in my quote unquote fighter gene. Um, <laughs> you know, you the women in my family, we we are, tend to be fighters. We tend to be a little sassy. Um, and once I hit the teenage years and experienced some traumas of my own, 
my gate of the fighter for all my human design peeps out there, she came all out in full force. I didn't care if you did not agree with me or we didn't see eye to eye. I didn't care whether I was right or wrong, but I was going to be the loudest in the room with my opinions. I was going to hit you over the head with my opinions. But here's here's another level. Typically, I was using my loud voice to fight for the underdogs. I was sticking up for someone or I was fighting for someone and I was affirmed and celebrated for being a big mouth and I was people pleasing. So so I was a people pleasing loud mouth and I expected everyone to support me within the constraints of my echo chamber. (laughs) Anyone ever heard of an echo chamber? I should put some sort of fancy noise effect on that, but okay. So the echo chamber definition, an environment in which a person encounters only the beliefs or opinions that coincide with their own so that their existing views are reinforced and alternative ideas are not considered. So yeah, what else does that, what else does that remind you of? Yep. Herd mentality. Herd mentality. So the tendency, the definition of herd mentality, the tendency for people's behavior or beliefs to conform to those of the group to which they belong. So you get this echo chamber of people, of a community, of a group, and they form a herd mentality. Okay? So let's let's be real here. How many of you feel like you are a safe place for others? I mean, I truly felt I was because my loud mouth was usually advocating for a good cause, usually. And as long as I stayed in my echo chamber, I was fulfilling my people-pleasing, judgment-avoiding ways. I could still be loud, but I could still be celebrated. And then 2020 came in. (laughs) I was not laughing then because I had two separate women point blank tell me that they had unfollowed me on social media because they felt unsafe in my space. (gasps) Insert my gasp here. What? I mean, that hurt bad. I mean, when I say hurt, I mean gut-wrenching, head-squeezing, sweaty anxiety, panic-stricken hurt for days. And what was my first thing to do? Well, I went to my echo chamber, of course, right? She's jealous. She's blind to what's truth. I cannot believe she supports that. She obviously doesn't do her research. Hmm. I think she's threatened by me. She never really liked me anyway. Why do I care? I'll never see them again. They're online acquaintances. Shoot. (laughs) I sounded so good in those arguments in my echo chamber. Right? Right? Do you see this pattern? Okay, so are we ready for some wounds to wisdom here? Going to use our wounds that become the wisdom? I had stayed so deeply nestled within my echo chamber that I could not even see that my beliefs, this is a big one, my beliefs had become my identity. So when someone dare say I was unsafe for believing what I believed, they were saying I was an unsafe person. 
but that's an incorrect assumption on my part. Neither of these women ever insulted me personally or insulted my character. They didn't even insult my stance on these topics. They merely said they didn't align with what I was saying. And I was saying it loudly. I mean, I'll admit it. And they felt they couldn't be around me online. They hadn't even insulted me as a person or said anything badly about me as a person. But I had become so ingrained in my belief system. Why? Because I needed to have that echo chamber, that little cushion, the little bubble wrap around me so that I could avoid any kind of judgment and I could avoid anyone ever talking about me. (sighs) So it got real, man. Like when I left the echo chamber and zoomed above, I kind of looked down for a new perspective, so to speak. I realized these women were right and they had every right to say they felt unsafe. I was judging others so harshly so that I could be bubble wrapped. I didn't feel wrong for my beliefs. I didn't change my stance for the most part, but I was wrong for allowing it to become me. Instead of living in the world, I had nestled myself away from it and stuck my head in the sand. It was in those moments I heard a voice tell me, you're not safe and others need a place to land and they're going to need it soon. Get to work. Now, I believe it was God telling me to wake up. I was supposed to learn how to detach from my belief system and reclaim my true identity which has nothing to do with my belief systems. Now, a few of you out there may argue with me, but who I am at the core is not related to my belief systems. That's how I operate. So you can take my belief systems and sit them in the corner and I'm still going to be the same person. Okay? So what did I need to do? That meant leaving the echo chamber. That meant facing judgment. That meant getting silent for a while. It meant closing my mouth. It meant a reevaluation of everything that's ever come out of my mouth, especially to my kids. And I had teenagers. So let me tell you, (laughs) it was painful. And that meant big changes and big decisions. Ultimately, it meant rebuilding myself, almost like a rebranding. And I'm guessing that if you're listening to this and you knew me personally, like in person prior to 2020, even online, you may be asking yourself who Suzanne is these days. I know. I look different, don't I? Who am I? I'm safe. I'm a place of non-judgment. And if it still pops up and rears its ugly head, I have accountability partners. I live with a few of them (laughs) and a super high level of awareness now. I catch myself. I have things in play to interrupt those thoughts. I have an open mind now. I'm willing to listen to all sides. And I'm willing to admit that there are more than just my perspective and my experience. And I refuse to invalidate anyone's experiences anymore. I'm vulnerable and I am no longer numb to what my emotions tell me. I am living fully conscious, fully deconstructed. And my wounds will not 
continue to bleed onto others. I was bleeding all over the place to keep my bubble wrap safe. So basically, my point in sharing one of my wounds and and basically one of my wake-up calls is to ask you, do you see yourself in any of these situations? You know, are you stuck in an echo chamber? Are you somebody who has herd mentality? And that's a, it's a hard question to answer when you are in the thick of it. Because when I was in the thick of it, I would have been like, screw you. Like, no, I am not in herd mentality when in fact I was. And so think about when you encounter someone who has a, a polar opposite view of something that's really important to you. Are you still welcoming? Are you still open-minded and willing to listen and consider their experiences, which brought them to their own belief system? Because we cannot invalidate someone else's life experiences when they differ from ours, right? So are you open-minded? Are you vulnerable? Are you showing your emotion? Are you being kind and loving? Because I thought I was until I wasn't. So it was a huge wake-up call. So I just wanted to make sure that I asked you the question, are you a safe space? And if you're feeling any kind of tinge, any kind of ping at all, I want you to really start to evaluate, number one, where are you hanging out? Who are you hanging out with? Is there an echo chamber-ish kind of vibe? Right? And how do you communicate with others who don't agree with you? And did you do or are you living the way I was living, which was my beliefs were my identity? I am, I believe this, I am this, okay? So if someone, can you remove your belief system and put it in the corner and still be the same person? Or do we have a little bit of enmeshment going on? That's it. That wound became my wisdom. Thanks for joining me, guys. Until next time. Race for impact. We're on the edge of a trust fall into your inner knowing that's always been inside of you. We're going home to you.